Tonight we welcome Morning Hands to the stage of the Phoenix Theater. Morning Hands is a synth-pop duo from Oakland that was previously on the program about two years ago with another project. They recently released a new full-length album after a period of immense struggle personally and in their community. And tonight we'll get to know the people behind this music, go deep into their new release, and discuss the struggles they faced along the way. Please welcome to the program, Morning Hands. Welcome. Thank you. Hello. How long has this band been a project for? Well, I think... 2011? 12. 12. All right. This, yeah. This is like a significant building block question. Seems dumb from afar, but uh, I ask it for a reason. And the reason is um, I feel like this creative partnership between you two is it's like more than just a musical thing. I feel like I feel like you two are kind of brothers in a way. I mean, I feel... Oh, very much so. Like you've, <laughs> you've been there for each other musically, but also outside of music. Would you say that's true? Very true. Yeah, it, it feels that way sometimes. Yeah. Yes. Have you met my brother? <laughs> yeah. I mean, could you go into that at all, just about what this relationship means? Because the, the, we're going to be talking tonight about your new album, and the new album uh, had a lot of life stuff happen in the background. Yeah. And it, 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 it weaves itself through the project, but it would be a lot less significant if you two were just like, you know, if you were hiring him or he was hiring you and it was just like a guy that you knew that you paid to play music with you. Oh, yeah. Craigslist Doug. Still stayed from my phone as that. No. <laughs> well, um, we we were friends before we started uh, this band together. And just from playing shows in our other bands, like when I, li- I used to live in Arcata and like we would throw these like big barn shows in Humboldt County and like uh, this other band he used to be in called Diesel Dudes would play. And um, we just, you know, hit it off, liked a lot of the same music. And um, the band I was in at the time, Creepy Marbles, broke up in like 2012. And he started sending me like tracks, mu- like uh, unfinished music pieces. And I would, I, I like sang on like one or two of them and sent them back. And that became Morning Hands. Because I look at both of you and I think, uh, wow, what what uh, quirky and unique individuals. And I feel very much like you two are like made for each other in, in the best way possible. And, and, I, and I wonder like without humor, which you didn't mention, but like the overlap in humor tastes and just like worldview, if the creative partnership would be as strong as it is. I think we're both like absurdists on some level, you know. A hundred percent. I totally yeah. agree with that. And just like if, if, if it was you, the absurdist and you just the normal guy who was good at music, it'd it'd be fine. But you, you just have this sort of like yin and yang sort of situation going on. And, and humor is important to you because you, it it finds itself into some of your other projects, but also like, you know, you've experienced some like real tragedy with each other now in the last few years. And it's just, it's a, it's an interesting relationship and probably one that is one of the more important of both of your adult lives, I would guess. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think we share, I think through this project, we've definitely, uh, uh, what would be the word kind of turned what a lot of, a lot of hard feelings into something tangible, I guess. And, uh, kind of beautiful, really. The, yeah. the melodic is, is just incredible with you guys. Yeah. Thank yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's, I mean, we definitely, we both are very, I think into that kind of yeah. style of 
music as well, very melodic stuff. And so I ask about how long this band has been together because uh, 2012-ish was when it formed. Yeah, seven and, years ago. And just now, this last couple months, you released your first full length. Yeah, we, we wanted to get it out in like 2016 or 2017, but like just uh, so much shit got away. We'll, we'll get into that. I just want to say that I feel like the release of this album, important to you both artistically, but I also feel like just like life-wise, it's a, it's a moment. It's yeah, a, oh, it's a big oh, moment. Very much so. Yeah, and uh, what we talk about tonight will kind of inform like why that is. You you, you were faced with uh, obstacle after obstacle, things that could have, should have, and probably would have stopped you if you weren't the two people that you are, and uh, and yet here we are. You still release the album, and that's incredible. Hell yeah! Like <laughs> I'm like so happy we finished it and and like put it out, and now you can get it <laughs> yeah yeah it was a while i think there was a point where i felt like we we were about to to we wanted to put it out and then you know that was around you know <laughs> december 2016 is when a lot of stuff happened with ghost ship and uh it kind of really reset a lot of things as far as <laughs> you know where we're at and uh we both lost a, a, a lot of good friends and it kind of just I mean, it sets you back a lot. So, uh, and you know, we, and I think we, we made newer stuff through all that too. Uh, like a lot of the stuff I wrote, I think like almost half of it was like around that time. And it was just like a great, I mean, uh, a way to like sort of deal with that. And, um, you know, I, it, I think that's kind of what happened is the album was being, <laughs> it was pretty much done and then we were like well damn this is crazy and then you know like you were moving around houses and stuff i and, just had a lot yeah, of like so. life instability with like jobs not working out and like living situations not working out and like that's real stuff that you know materially prevented me from being creative and finishing projects. So. I mean, it, to me, it's like Ghostship, one of the biggest tragedies that our shared artistic community faced. It was December of 2016. Yeah, December 2nd. December 2nd, mm -hmm. 2016. And and we'll, we'll talk now about the album. But many of the themes on this album come from you processing these kind of foundation-shaking tragedies. And also just like you mentioned, like just life struggles. Yeah. You know, jobs not working out and, and financial stuff coming up perhaps not tragedies, but huge, huge struggles being broke for four years. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks. And, um, so if you're comfortable, I'd like to talk about some of that because I think it makes not only like the triumph of releasing this album more significant, but also like the other side of what you try to do with this album, yeah. which is, it's not a sad album to listen to it. No. You know, it's not a downer and we'll get into that, but let's talk about ghost ship just for a minute. Cause Tom and I both knew, people who knew people yeah. that lost ghost people in ghost yeah. ship. It sent ripples throughout the entire Bay area uh, and up yeah. to the North Bay. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I would say pretty much everybody who I know from our North Bay music community yeah. knew somebody. Um, and he and I didn't know anybody yeah. personally, but you, you both knew a number of close friends that passed in that. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. And, and so yeah. people, I'm sure everybody knows what ghost ship is, but it was a, it was like a, a and you stop me if I say anything wrong, but you know, it was, it was a space where people lived and it was also an event space. It was a, a place for artists to live and an event was going on there and there was a fire and I believe it's 36 people. Yeah. 36 people were killed. Um, what did you see that do to the surviving arts community around you? Uh, well, I mean, immediately after there was a few places that just got 
shut down. Yeah. Uh, I think burnt ramen off the top of my head yes. was one of them that immediately that was almost was. And I had friends that lived there, and this is, you know, I think it uh, did a. <laughs> it's, I think, people really came together too at that time, and, you know, uh, I think it always strengthened some parts of it, but definitely, uh, uh, you know, <laughs> it was a. Uh, I'd say things, you know, not the same as. They'll never be the same. <laughs> we lost like, something that we will never get back. You yeah, know? like a lot of those people were pretty strong, I think, symbols of the group of people we hung out with and worked with in that community, too. So, yeah, it was definitely sort of a... <laughs> uh, I think everybody kind of either, you know... Some people were like, I got to keep making stuff, and some people were like, I need to step back, but... Yeah, it's kind of, it was a really surreal <laughs> event. And uh, it's like the kind of thing that, yeah. it's like the kind of thing that um, like happens to other people or that's what you expect, you know? And like, yeah. but when it's all around you and like you can't um, get away from it, it's, 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 um, I don't really have the word for it actually. Uh, just probably one of the biggest tragedies you'll face in your yeah. entire life. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to even, like, comprehend, you know? Um, yeah. That event could have uh, just changed both of your relationships with Oakland, with the artistic community, with making music for this project. You could have just been like, this hurts too much. I need to get out. I don't want to do this anymore. And perhaps momentarily you felt that way. Oh, I mean, it, for like a couple months, we, I felt like I just took the wind out of my sails. Well, we, we went on a... A small tour actually right after that happened it was, yeah it's something we had booked for like several yeah months. and it was it was strange i mean it was i think it helped honestly to do that but yeah it was you know i think it was almost a good thing that we did that because it sort of solidified that we still wanted to do it you know <laughs> after all that and yeah, and, and yet while you're on it, maybe it feels wrong to even like be feeling any joy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah, the, like being gone was yeah. being away from Oakland and like, it was like, I don't know, I can't be doing this. Or, it, was, it was strange and yeah, we were, yeah. <laughs> one, one thing I'll say about you too is I look at you two as like sort of warriors that refuse to concede in a society that makes it really difficult to do what you do. I've, feel, I've felt that all the time. You yeah. know, like I feel like, Every time we are able to like book a tour or put out an album or do anything like that's creative, it's almost like a ha ha, like we did it, like in spite of, you know, having to live the way we live. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, it, it's, there's a reason why the people that you made music with in Arcata when you lived there a long time ago, and I don't know what your history is, but there's a reason why the people you were working with 10 years ago who played the shows with you 10 years ago, a lot of them aren't playing the shows anymore. You know? Yeah. And <laughs> we're still doing it. You're still doing it. You know, you just keep finding younger friends. Creating music. No, and significant. And you obviously, you know, you do it because you need it and because this is the life that it makes the most sense. But, but it's not without struggle and it's not without sacrifice. Yeah. I mean, it, it hasn't occurred to me to like stop, I guess. Yeah. It's kind of weird to think about stopping it. I mean, it, because the payoff for me is, I mean, more than I could, I don't know, uh, like all the stuff that we've gotten to do for, 
from having this band and then you know uh it's i think i've always wanted to put my music out you know since i was young and just never things never really came into you know the pieces never fit into where i could like kind of have an opportunity to do it and then yeah so it's partially like, through your creative partnership with this man. Yeah, 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 exactly. You've been able to do that. And you yeah, guys have taken, not to go too deep into it, but you've been able to go on great adventures. We've been, oh, yeah, totally. You've toured Europe. You've toured... Uh, I've been on more airplanes with this guy than anybody, <laughs> you know? like, and, and because of the music. Yeah. I mean, without like that as your ticket to do these things, you wouldn't have been able to do those things. It's like yeah, it's en- enriched our lives so much. It's a gift. Uh, another thing, and this is very personal. I don't want to go too deep into it if you're not comfortable with it, but your birth mother passed in 2017. Yeah. And like, so there's a, there's a song on, on this album called Santa Fe. And, um, in, in Spanish, that means Holy Spirit. And like Doug, Doug just, um, when he's naming songs, just kind of like tosses off titles that well, I wrote that song after we went to Santa Fe on a okay. tour. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, we love Santa Fe. It's a good city. But yeah, it was like, uh, New Mexico is enchanting. Yeah. <laughs> but um, sometimes when he, t- when he just titles songs like that that have nothing to do with the lyrics I'm going to write, or like sometimes I just use the title anyway and it informs the direction that the song takes. And like that song is about just thinking about, it was like right after I got back from the funeral in Colorado, And I was just thinking about like, you know, where people go when they die and like feeling their, like feeling their energy, feeling their spirit, not to get too woo woo on you, but like, like I really, you know, there's a, there's a line in Santa Fe that's, you're not really gone, you know, because I, and I, I feel, I feel her all around me and inside of me and like living through me and my sisters. And it's, it's, um, She's also really Catholic, so the Holy Spirit thing kind of really works, too. And I don't, I don't know where I was going with that. Well, no, we were just talking about uh, your mother passed. Yeah. And do you feel like, you say she's all around you, do you feel like she informs your decision-making and, like, you, you feel like she's, she's with you a lot of the time? Yeah. yeah. I never really, uh, like, got to know her super well. I'd only, like, seen her twice in my life before that you know most of my life I I was adopted when I was a baby so I didn't have really contact with her but like I mean I uh I just she was a singer you know I'm a singer there's like there's like something there that's like deeper than just blood or whatever I don't know were you surprised at how hard it hit you yeah I like I almost didn't want to go to the funeral I was like oh I don't know her that well would it be weird you know da 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 but like I, I go there and, you know, my sister's kind of in the same mindset as me. We just like, I mean, it's, it's you both got adopted. Yeah. My okay. twin sister. Okay. Um, and we, 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 you know, walk into the church, the big Catholic church in Denver and, um, like it's open casket. And as soon as like we see her body, you just start bawling. And I didn't, I didn't expect that at all. You know, like and it, it was like getting punched in the stomach, you know, and this, and this is someone I didn't even know super well, but it's like, the woman that I came from and that really means a lot, you know? Yeah. Yeah. What month of 2017 did that happen? Um, I think it was April, April. It was April. Okay. So, I mean, five months after ghost ship. Yeah. So it's like, you know, you're just starting to, you know, hopefully maybe get back on your feet emotionally and then that happens. And then that's another punch to the stomach. 
it's it's almost easy to think of like the last three, two or three years as like a sequence, you know, and it, it's hard to even separate the events, you know. It really is, honestly. Like we've uh, I, we've since Ghost Ship lost a lot of friends, really. Uh, so it's this year. It's really it's really therapeutic to kind of just get the album out. Like I was actually starting to feel crazy. Like man, did it, why did I write this? <laughs> and then. Uh, but yeah, like we've just, I think for us getting all this music out has, I think it's meant more to me than I, I thought like, uh, it would have, I don't know. So yeah, it's, it's been crazy since to that. hundred percent. And I, I just want to say one more thing and I'll, I'll tie both those together. I mean, ha- have any of these deaths like changed your outlook on life or even creating it all? Absolutely. Like. I I don't know if this is corny or not, but I want to keep creating because so many people we love can't. Yeah, it, it would. It's it's like to to not do what we do is like would be a waste. Yeah, those a lot of those people that we knew were uh, never never stopped like worked harder than I ever could, <laughs> and on things that you know. W- they didn't get paid for, you know, so, uh, they did because they loved to do it and there wasn't, you know, so I feel like that's a big message is just like, you need to just do what you love doing, you know, because I don't know, Share. one of our friends that was just visiting, what did, what did he say? It was, uh, you're, you're dead for so long, but you, you're, uh, alive oh. for such a short time. So you need to got to live uh, it up. Yeah, friend from Sweden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did your mom sing uh, her entire life, or was that just earlier in her life? Yeah, yeah. like um, I learned later, like that whole side of my family is like singers, guitar players, going back like five plus generations, and like, whoa, that's where I get it from, I guess. <laughs> yeah, and and I think that uh, to your point about that, and includes your uh, your birth mother. Um, it's uh, it's especially tragic that most of these deaths in your life have been people who were just like you, who, who oh, yeah. valued the same things that you value, yeah. who, who were, uh, you know, it's, it's a very small community. When you zoom out and you look at the 7 billion people in the world, people who, who, who make it their life's work to create, who get their most joy from singing, from art. Um, and to, you know, generally those people flock together and we have lost a lot of them in the last few years. It makes you vulnerable. Like it's not a, it's not a safe choice. Like if I wanted to like have an easy life, these were not the choices that I would have made, you know, like (laughs) sometimes I think I'm like, would I have ever had an easy life (laughs) too? I mean, even before I started music, I think I started realizing or like, you know, doing music after like high school and stuff like it was like man i i mean like, I, I what am i gonna do where i feel normal you know i don't think i'd ever i think i'd always be broke or something well, <laughs> and, and i think you're saying a little less than like economic easy i mean it gets easier economically but it's just like if you constrain what it is that you want to do and you you, you go to your work and then you come home and yeah. you, you don't have like a, I really want to reach for this. I really want to do this. And in order to do this, I have to like take a, a job that is more flexible with touring or whatever. I mean, it's difficult economically, yes, mm-hmm. but it's also difficult like across the board because yeah. you have wishes that sometimes you don't attain in the time period you think you're going to attain them. Yeah. And then that can be tough on your soul. 
Um, I don't know if that, if that resonates with you at all, or if you agree with that. I mean, yeah, some, sometimes it's just, um, becoming adapted to disappointment is necessary and like not even internalizing it just moving on, you know, like you don't, you don't get to have things play out the way you want always. So 2008, 2017, 2018, 2019, you say lots of friends have have passed. Yeah. And um, all creative people, all the most kind people, you know, um, and how do you process that? You know, I mean, aside from making this album, just like when you are alone and you're thinking about this, I try, when I think of a few people, I just try to like immerse myself in the things that they were able to create, which, which we're so lucky to have is like these artifacts from our friends that I can, I can always go back and like, uh, listen to Danny's ambient album or listen to Luke's like noise project. And it's, it's always there for me. And it's yeah. Like com- coming back to that l- lyric in our song, Santa Fe, like you're not really gone. And yeah. Yeah. We're lucky to have those things. Yeah. yeah. I feel the same way. I mean, I think him and I have really, we basically have known this, the same people that we've all, you know, unfortunately lost in the last few years, but, but they've all had something that we can go back to and listen to or look at. And, you know, that's, that's how they're, uh, uh, immortalized, I guess. Is like. And yet, through all the tragedy here, you don't feel like this album is a is a depressive album. You don't feel like this album is a uh, is bleak in its worldview. I don't think that we could ever make that album. Like yeah. that's not. Yeah, us. <laughs> I feel like you know when I write songs, I feel like I feel uh, I feel kind of melancholy when I write a lot of the songs, but I don't feel like I'm trying to make them sad. Like the sound, I don't know. Like they're not. They some of them sent kind of. What well, I, I don't know who was sending me the email. It might have been you, but you, you you put in a really good way about how you like address all this stuff. Like you, you don't ignore the feelings. Like without the feelings, the music wouldn't exist. Yeah. But yet, there's like there's there's an intent here about like we have to keep pushing forward and we have to like try to in, inspire people if that's the way you want to put it. We just have to put something out there that can like maybe uh, act as an alternative to just falling to the darkness. Yeah. Whoa. What? Well, what can you do? You know, we, that's no way to be like, if we can, if we can like writing songs for us is a way to like free ourselves and give, give ourselves hope. So if, if that can translate for other people, then great. Yeah. I mean, it really is. I mean, and I think, you know, a lot of the lyrics you write are, are really about, telling yourself that that you know like we acknowledge that we we're both pretty like not i you know we can get pretty sad sometimes like there's a lot of sad things in the world but uh you can come out of it you know <laughs> one way or another you, you if, can yeah. do it with uh, harmony and yeah. hook yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean really that's yeah. and that's since i was a kid at least like making music was always made me feel a lot better and like I released something into like, you know? Well, another point you made when we were talking before was that you feel like the songs needed to be finished. Yeah. Like if this was just some like vanity project, like I'm, I'm trying to make like a cool record. Like I could have just tossed it off in two weeks or whatever, but like we spent so much time on this because like we wanted it to be like, not just um, like perfect, but correct. You know, and like I, um, 
the we wanted to share this, these songs so much because we wanted to give like the like the, the three year process that went in, went into this and like getting not getting over things but like working through things. We wanted to give that to people like a soundtrack for working through things. Do you feel like in some ways the album is a tribute to dedicated to, to the people? I mean, cause they're all in there, right? Absolutely. I feel like every single one of those people that you've lost, it sounds like it's in the dozens. Um, yeah. it seems like without the loss, this album would not be the way that it is. Not at all. Like, and, and so for that reason, I feel like they're in there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I'd say at least personally, it's definitely a tribute to those people. And, uh, yeah, we have, I mean, at least one of our songs is about one of our friends pretty directly, but, uh, yeah, that's, you know, that's kind of what drove me. And like always in the back of my head was like, you know, I can't give up on finishing this songs. Like no matter how bad I feel about, <laughs> what I did with something in it and you know, I don't believe in this song anymore or something. It was like, no, I have to like do it. You know, I have to force myself to do this. So what's the song that's dedicated to the person? Uh, world of color is, is the song. Yeah. Could you share a little bit about that? You don't have to tell the the specific person's name, but I mean, just whatever you want to share. Cause I will say this, that uh, you sent me four lyrics. Uh, and that was the song that grabbed me the most in terms of the lyrical content. Thank I actually you. had a question about it, so you've just answered it. That's what it's about. But, yeah, anything you can share from that song I think would be great. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, you wrote the, the lyrics, but, I mean, it's, it's definitely about, you know, I think the brightness that person brought in, uh, to our lives and, uh, you know... <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was our really good friend, Ara Joe. Yeah. He's like brilliant creative force in Oakland. Like one of a kind. Like that I don't say that lightly, but like Yeah, like um she like was so adept at being able to create a world. Like a world of color, you know, and like really was yeah, it was so bright and yeah. Yeah, she just was a very like strong force in that uh amongst uh the people we knew and you know was kind of a I think a lot of people would say it was kind of bound everyone together and you know uh was able to <laughs> look past certain things and you know be a, a, a moderator and uh some people are just and, yeah. the glue you know yeah she was obviously involved in the community was she an artist as well did she make things oh, yeah yeah, yeah. And and you, I, i'm sure you can find those things online absolutely yeah i mean she uh illustrator like uh just crafts uh was in a band what was her band called know, it's called uh, hgs yeah so yeah <laughs> well I, I appreciate you sharing it i, I would yeah. not have known that if you hadn't said that so now maybe more people will learn about her work and i think that's yeah. important stuff yeah um, do you feel like the album and the songs on it changed from what it would have been in 2016 and what it ended up being in 2019? God, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. the first two songs we wrote, I think, were just kind of like, but Gilded Throne, which is like, thematically doesn't really tie in necessarily with the rest of the album, but it just kind of on the same continuum of like 
brighter, cheerier stuff, which is where we were coming from before, I think. And like, yeah, we didn't delve into like melancholy per se, but just it got serious, you yeah. know? Like it would have been a lot more sort of a whimsical and yeah. like kind of just like concept we're, exercises, we're having fun making stuff. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. I think I really, I really stressed about this album to the point where it, yeah, it was like, there was a point where it hit me like, I really have to like, I have to do this the right way. And like, you know, sometimes being a perfectionist kind of, you get lost in that, but yeah, like I, I definitely agree. It probably would have been a different feeling. <laughs> I mean, this, this is probably like the first like artistic work either of us have ever done in our lives. It wasn't just about something we kind of wanted to do. You know, it, this is the first thing I felt like we had to finish. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess the whole point with my line of questions is like, I feel like this is so much more than just an album that sounds good. I feel like the the emotional stuff and the tumult that you went through is what made this thing the, the, the album that it is. Yeah. Yeah. And you just wonder without it, like how you would have navigated these last few years. I mean, your life I'm sure has, has been difficult at different times throughout, but it does feel like there's been a particular heaviness in the last three years comparatively. Oh yeah, for sure. It's yeah. been like, it's been the roughest, but like also the most beautiful. Like it's just been like more intense. Yeah, it was... Yeah, we, yeah, <laughs> weird to think about it in that way, yeah, because I mean, right after all that happened, the summer after that happened, we went, we played this, 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 this uh, festival in Sweden, and we got it, like, we got invited to play there, and we got to play a morning hand set, and, and one of our friends that was there that, you know, lost people too, and it was, was randomly, randomly in, there, in Sweden, yeah. at the yeah. same time, and yeah. it, it felt like just this, I think it was one of the most beautiful moments of my life being at that place and yeah. for it to happen like so soon after all that was like, I don't know, it was kind of a affirming, <laughs> it's like, uh, like, yeah, this is the, this is what I want to be doing. And I, this is, and I felt like a tide turning moment like, too. I felt, and I felt, you know, that without those people that we had lost, even we wouldn't have got there. And I, and I felt happy because of that too because like i felt this like wow we made it here and it <laughs> and i i really miss those people but it, like i think it was because of them like that that we got there and and that's why we need to do morning hands because it, we owe it i i feel like i owe it to them in well, a way because without all of the people both dead and alive you wouldn't be the people that you are sitting at this table absolutely yeah you know and uh it, it also seems like you in the last three years have like <laughs> gained the ability to feel tragedy by another 30 percent, but also because <laughs> of that you get to have some more joy on the other end because you know, you have these experiences now. You grow closer with the people you experience the tragedy with, and you get to have these highs, like having your friend be in the audience, something that would have been so much less significant if not for the tragedy that you shared together six months earlier. It's just, like, heightened everything, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I feel yeah. Like five, five years ago, like, our lives weren't, like, um, you know, perfect, but, like, pretty pretty comfy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't it's weird really. to think about times before that even, honestly. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's a different reality. Right? Does it feel like this album is written about an era that was like a prior era in your life, or does it feel like you're still in this chapter? We're still, we're still in it. Like, 
I mean, I don't know what's what's coming after this exactly, but like that was just the 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 peak of this this iceberg of experience, you know, and like we're still kind of on the iceberg a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's half of it is from a sort of a different time and then some of it's like very now the way we feel right now and um it's even the music you know that i is very like i'm in that kind of <laughs> as a as a singer like you know you, you on tour like you'll sing the same songs like 10 days in a row or whatever and like sometimes after a long enough time it's not even like you're not feeling it anymore i'm still feeling all these ta- songs every time i sing them like sometimes even after i sing a song i have to like take a second you know because i'm still in the song like it's still happening to me and it's still real so it, like the emotions that you put into writing the song like it still kind of comes up and yeah. gets you to that place did that happen tonight yeah absolutely yeah yeah it still happens all the time like almost every night we, we play a show like it's i'm not just performing the song you know da, 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 like i'm feeling it did that happen prior to this chapter we've been talking about tonight with some songs we played a lot that aren't like about super serious stuff for sure yeah i just wondered if like this period has kind of changed your relationship to the stuff you make and uh maybe because the the stuff you make it has so much more put into it now that's that's what's happened there's more of us in the music than ever before yeah. you know not just not just ideas we have about a song it's like this is us yeah let's talk about uh creeping enemy okay um yeah, Creeping Enemy, like, that That also kind of came out of my ghost ship experience. I just felt like I, I felt like out of nowhere, I saw a lot of people kind of, like, becoming very public about, like, taking on some advocate role about around, like, um, either like being very public about their grief in certain ways. It was like, wait, you didn't really know anybody, you know, like I, I call them grief thieves, like just like, like weirdos coming out of the woodwork to sort of like claim an experience and like, I don't know, you're my enemy. (laughs) (laughs) What about empty everything? Well, it's kind of about lost too. Yeah. Um, It it's sort of like, it's it's a it's it's it that that song is a conversation with myself in a lot of ways, like not it's like me talking to myself about not being able to like accept help or like or sympathy or this or that because like throughout my life I've been like like hyper self sufficient like type A in some ways and that's like been a barrier to like dealing with stuff like emotional stuff and. Um, this is almost like that, that song is the most intense personification of that inner voice I have. Like I've been, I've been crushed uh, and then set free to believe in suffering. So spare me your sympathy. Like I'll empty everything, meaning like I'll pour myself into everything I do and I don't, I don't need anything from anybody else, but that's, it's not even like I'm saying that's it like healthy. That's just that voice speaking. And I'm just acknowledging that that is happening inside me. Yeah. Well, I, and the reason I, I want to do a couple of these is like, I, I really like your 
your poetry, essentially. Thank you. I, I like how you, you feel things, you observe things, and I, I think the way you put them into your songs is quite good. And it all rhymes. Tom Gaffey, any, any closing thoughts Love for you? Love the band. Great yeah. book. Uh, boy, great melody. These guys are great writers. <laughs> yeah, you, you uh, go see them live. That's the point. We really need to start paying attention to our musicians in the Bay Area. So when you see Morning Hands playing, uh, you will not be disappointed. Go and see these guys live. Yeah, got my best moves on stage. He does, and he'll probably be wearing a smoking Hawaiian shirt. Oh, <laughs> The moves are good. I enjoyed the, the moves. The moves are good. It's a as, as a mover myself, I enjoyed the moves. <laughs> Didn't always move, just kind of started. Well, this is an important new development. Yeah. <laughs> In my opinion, I think it's good. Well, thank you for joining us tonight. We first you know, kind of met you uh, two years ago when you came on with another project. But you know, I, at least I see your stuff come across online. You know, you're playing shows here and there and all yeah. that. And I just love what you do. I think it's a, it's, it, not only do I think the music's good, but I just love like the unique vibe that you both have. Thank you. You, you. you very much stand out. Everybody stands out in their own way, but you especially stand out um, as different from the people who uh, yeah. you create with in your community. And I think that's a very cool thing. Mm. And um, thank you for being so generous yeah. and coming Thanks. on and discussing the struggles of this album because I know it's not an easy thing. Yeah, thank you guys so much for real. Yeah, no problem. It, it merely means a lot to you know have somebody discuss it with us, you know, because it, yeah, it's... A big thing for me, so. <laughs> yeah, it's a big life moment. This album yeah, coming out is life. a big life moment. For yeah. So yeah. we got to document that tonight, and I feel good about it. And speaking of that, Morning Hands will be playing yeah. a selection of songs from their full-length debut in just a moment. Thanks again for Stick joining us, Stick around and guys. listen, and then get out and see these guys. Thanks again, guys. Yeah, thank thank you. you so much. Old charade for faces that we need. 
desert to your world of ice More nails for my coffin than the sun and the stars Sinking to the beat of my lonely heart You seem to have a sense of when I'm down in the dirt Cause when you twist the night you know it fucking hurts You fold your arms and smile as you watch me drown
Talk about 